Hey everyone, welcome to Founders 365 with me, Stephen Hagsey. Today, I'm joined by, I'm just going to say the first name, Lucas. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Happy being here, thank you. I didn't want to make the mistake of making, taking your surname wrong, but ha tell me your full name once again for about 50th time. All right, so once again, it would be Lucas Martin Calderon. There we go. What a name. I love it. Listen. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm really keen to figure out what you're doing, what you're about, what your business is, and we can have a really great chat and see what see what we can come up with. So first and foremost, tell me about your business, what it is, what you guys do over there, and how you help others. All right, so my business is called Oxide Technologies. I started that company when I was in my first year of university. The service we provide is been making sure that you know uh nowadays companies have strong firewalls they have antivirus and so on however normally the weakest link according to statistics according to uh, in practical terms is the people right mm -hmm. it's always the weakest link it's what's called social engineering in the cybersecurity field so what we make sure is during the depending on the package you choose we are able to um kind of uh penetrate during a week uh, that person we give the um, the employer gives minimal information such as email maybe contact some contact info yeah. and from that info we're able to to see what that person through spam email through brute force attacks several techniques to see where where that person failed after that we generate a comprehensive report and we have created a virtual training environment right. upon that report so they're able to very easy, very intuitively to learn from their mistakes. So it's uh, it couldn't be more personalized. Nice one. So what was going on in your world at the first year of uni that you thought, <laughs> hey, I've got to create this business that's going to fix this problem that I'm seeing? Like surely first year of uni, the majority of people are just going out every single night, you know, doing the typical student life thing. But you are like, no, nope, I'm going to start a cybersecurity business and this is what we're going to do well i'm happy you asked that Stephen. uh <laughs> my my story is quite um it's quite different from other people so obviously my mindset will be will be different uh when i joined university i had already tried um i had already experienced how university life and uh was in back in spain where i'm mm -hmm. from um i i joined a university that went against my principles. I studied, um, I was studying mechatronics. So electronics, computer science, uh, mechanics, and, and, and so on. Um, and the university in itself, the theory was was good, but the philosophy behind it, the way of, I, I felt I was the only true engineer in that room, wow. uh, in, in, in the classes and, and so on. So that, um, that feeling of wanting to create something to, to apply the knowledge that I was uh, that I was given, that I was taught to to create something to to serve a purpose. Yeah. Um, I I honestly felt alone in that journey. Uh, I didn't feel any professors support my. I started. I tried to start several companies and I did, uh, but they failed because of the because how how the university was structured, mm -hmm. uh, how much help can a student get, uh, which it doesn't compare nearly to to what I get here in in Exeter in the in the uk educational system wow. so um so yes after after doing um some introspection i realized that 
um, maybe Spain, maybe the philosophy in Spain wasn't the right, uh, the right mm-hmm. one for me. Um, and then I decided to, to, to do even a, a harder degree, a joint honors, so electronics and computer science. So starting from that, I already had a different vision uh, yeah. from, from all the people. So, um, and the good thing about the UK is that, or at least in Exeter, is that it is very international. You find people all different ages in your same degree, yes. uh, in your same year too. So uh, it was quite easy to find more ambitious and talented people around me, especially once I joined the Exit Entrepreneur Society, where kind of like-minded people gathered together and tried to create something new or at least, you know, expand their network. How, d- how did that feel, though, when you started get- moving into the environment where you thought, well, actually, people do think like me, we do have <laughs> similar mindset, as opposed to back in Spain when you, like you said, you felt super alone, that yes. you were the only one in the room that was yeah wanting to do stuff by the sounds of it absolutely so it was well it was a a surprise to me honestly um and i did learn quite a lot of things um the first the first feeling you get is try to do as much as possible reach Mm -hmm. as many people as possible meet as many people as possible so actually the hardest uh thing was to keep uh uh, to keep it healthy to keep it um to keep it normal because i was Entrepreneurship is all about being out there in the world and making your own path, correct? So mm-hmm. I was doing literally that, trying to meet people, trying to to see to see what's going on, you know, to see the 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 environment in order to create something useful. Um, so actually, my feeling was, okay, Lucas, you have to control yourself uh, step by step. Yeah, and when you were when you were going through those <clears throat> when you were going through those sort of thought processes. Is that because you saw everyone else actually have those boundaries and you probably realized that, listen, if I carry on trying to do everything that, you, you know, you're, you're just going to burn out as a student as well? Hmm. Yes. Um, so I actually had many friends telling me, um, Lucas, it's better if you stopped a tiny bit, just relax a bit, because otherwise you will burn out. Yeah. So it's actually advice that I was given all the time. Um, I I never burned out. <laughs> um, <laughs> However, it is um, it is such um, such interest. Uh, it is extremely interesting, mm. and this is why it's very hard to try to uh, to keep it normal. Because there is anything, there is nothing normal about uh, about all of this. In in Exeter, the variety the variety of people that you that you meet, even even at university, if you're curious enough to go beyond your degree, which is something that um, at least I hope it goes beyond Exeter. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to believe, I prefer to believe it's the UK educational system, at least in universities. Mm. So they do allow that. Um, if it doesn't mean that everyone is the same, however, if you want to keep it, if of you course. want to keep it low, if you want just to do your degree to, to keep it easy, um, it's okay. You will be able to, however, if you want to take it 1000 steps further, uh, there will be fights. But however, people will support you eventually if they see some value in what you're bringing. Of course. So where do you want this to go? Because, you know, started in your first year of uni. Hmm. Is, it, is there a temptation for you to just go, you know, what, I'm going to sack off uni and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to put all my eggs in this one basket and I'm going to go for it? <laughs> well, I have to be honest, that feeling has crossed my mind uh, more than once. Um, <laughs> however, I do love what i do at university um and so far university has been going great uh, in in all in all levels of of um academically professionally socially 
Um, so yeah, definitely, even though that feeling has crossed my mind, uh, there are certain things that, uh, you know, keep me together while doing mm -hmm. uni. The first one I would say, unfortunately, I've been, well, I've been traveling around. I've been, uh, I've been a freelancer for, for a bit doing software engineering, uh, web dev, app development, and so on, uh, in my, in the good old days. <laughs> so, um, so yes, um, that kind of got me a vision of university is not important. You know, a, a, a degree doesn't mean anything mm. for me. And even though I, I agree with that, I've realized that for other companies, it does. Yeah. So that is the, that is one of the reasons why I keep at university because unfortunately, um, as entrepreneurial, some parts of the world are, uh, still a certificate brings you, you know, that, um, it, yeah. it's all in the subconscious when you talk to yeah. someone else. Right. Uh, and I, and I realized that, um, yeah. after that, the degree that I do is, is extremely broad. Uh, I do from, as I said, electronics and computer science, which means that I'm able to, to, to learn every single small bit in a chip, how it moves, how, how, how it's stored in a, is in a simple register up to high level, uh, abstract programming. Mm -hmm. So it's a, I take it as a, as a unique opportunity to at least kind of, uh, see the, an overview of the whole field and. Um, at university, you will not become a master of anything, but at yeah. least I take it to, to, to have that, you know, that horizontal, uh, T shape. Yeah, exactly. So how, how are you managing this? How do you balance it? And second part to that question is from that managing, who do you decide to work with in terms of in the business? Good. That's a good question. So again, um, the time management yeah. is a difficult thing. It's a difficult thing. Um, I've only read one book in my life of time management. I've realized that it's such a personal thing. Uh, Massively, yeah. reading books is not really the, the way to go. Everything that I've learned is everything good that I do now is because I've done something bad. Everything mm -hmm. I've, um, I've messed up many times in, in, uh, in my life, uh, Yes, wanting to do way more than uh, than the time available. So yeah. actually, that has been my my biggest um, learning learning experience. Yes, um, for for time management. And in in sense of that, then you know you you've obviously found that balance in terms of time yes. spending on time spending growing the business, time spending finishing your degree. In terms of the business side, talk to me how you structure that and you know, how you're getting this, how you're building the business and how you're getting yourself out there, how you're getting clients and, and the sorts of people you're working with at the moment. Amazing. So the, I, I would say the biggest problem for, for that is communications mm. because I am the only undergraduate as of now in Oxide Technologies in the founding team. The other ones are already in London, uh, are already working on, on the, on the MVP on the first clients. So how do I keep up with that, right? How do yeah. I keep up with people working full time in that idea? Um, the first, the, and also that was again, through bad experiences, I've come to learn the way to do it uh, as, a, as a group, actually, they're, they're very supportive. Um, so what we do, for example, is every single day at 9.30, we have some kind of like agile meeting over a phone call, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not even agile, it lasts for less than 10 minutes. It's what we're going to do in the day. 
uh, some fears that we have, some objectives that we want to obtain, um, and how we can help other people in the company. I mean, we are only four, so it's uh, it's quite easy to to organize yeah. that call. Um, so it all starts with that call. Then at university, I actually take advantage of my situation at university. I wouldn't say it's something that uh, sets me back. Uh, I've got a whole a pool of professors of PhD students uh, that I wouldn't get that many people otherwise in in such okay. a close environment. Right. So yes, I I am actually very close to uh, an electronics PhD student. I've been learning a great deal from 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 that guy. Um, Joaquin, he's called. I definitely appreciate everything that he's everything that he's done, and he's very the people here. Once you have, once they find value in what you say, mm. they're very keen on helping you. So that definitely that's another thing I take uh, to my advantage. Um, as and then we have uh, because I do software engineering in in within Oxide. Yeah. It is software engineering. It's more flexible. It's not about clients. It's not about mm. following up with clients, even though I do a bit of it. I normally just um, coordinate and see the, the vision of technology in the company with uh, with the other coworker, co-founder yeah. of the company. Amazing. For, for you, there's a huge emphasis on the environment that you're in, obviously. Do you think you would, if you were not in this environment, if you weren't in that entrepreneurial spirit, the, the, the resources that you can tap into, yes. and you still wanted to grow this business, how do you yes. think you would do that? All right. Um, it's true that the environment is one of the most valuable assets that I have. If I wasn't at uni, I'm very sure I would find something else. For example, I used to live in, in Berlin mm -hmm. for, for a bit. I was learning the language. I was something very important for an entrepreneur is to get an external perspective of how things are in, in other countries. So while I was living there, I found out that Berlin is is probably one of the most entrepreneurial cities in in Germany. Yeah. Um, I there were plenty of co-working spaces, uh, plenty of other mind, uh, different-minded people. So that was my environment. I took advantage of the entrepreneurial spirit and of the fact that the people th thought very differently to mm. what I did, and that was actually unique. I cannot find the same thing here. So to every single place that I go to, it is always that uh, exploring that. This is why before yeah. when I said, Lucas, control yourself in, in exploring. Don't explore <laughs> too much in too little time. You get lost um, in exploring. Yes. <laughs> so it's really to pinpoint what is different mm. about that place that I would like to, you know, to, to get a perspective on, that I would like to get a thought on. Um, so yes, um, I don't think the environment, the university environment, it doesn't make me, it will not make me succeed. It will not make me yeah. fail. It is the mindset that I have to whichever environment that I'm in. Amazing, mm -hmm. love it. Let's just talk about cybersecurity for a brief moment as well, because it we would be doing a disservice if we didn't. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's an industry that has exploded in the last couple of years uh, massively in terms of public in the public eye. Uh, my brother actually is 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 in the field himself. Um, All right, nice. So, for you. What's in the term of the field of cybersecurity? Do you find that there's there's common myths that you're having to overcome when you speak about just online security and making people, you know, making sure that businesses are safe in a, in a sense? 
Absolutely. And my worst enemies is Hollywood. The Hollywood movies, <laughs> actually. <laughs> People think of hacking What's as... What's the worst something... Hollywood movie that you can think of that doesn't... <laughs> I mean, I personally enjoy them, too. Uh, most <laughs> of them. I mean, there, there are cases in which it, I've started to, to become nervous about how it's represented. But otherwise, I do enjoy the, the, uh, the kind of the fake environment. The, yeah. the difference is that I do know that it's fake. That is the only yeah. difference that you know, sets um, set that apart. Um, so, the, so to start with the cybersecurity field, um, I do, it's one of the fastest growing, well, I wouldn't say fastest, but it will grow, definitely. Yeah. It doesn't, a lot of software engineers, a lot of technologists are uh, debating, is machine learning the future? Is deep learning the future? Mm. Maybe it's robotics, you know? And maybe it's all of them, you know? Um, the, the reason is we cannot predict 100% the future, correct? Yeah, of course. However, one thing we can, uh, we can have for certain, technology is gonna advance. Mm. Technology will become more prominent, more uh, more complex, and so on. Which means that uh, cybersecurity will always be a thing. It doesn't matter where technology evolves, in which direction, cybersecurity will always be behind every single technology that evolves. Right? It is like speaking of 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 recycling and trash. If you wanna, yeah. if you have a really good business in trash, well, society is gonna create more and There's more. So there trash. you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, in, in terms of the myths, uh, demystifying a lot of things, uh, people do think, do think only of hacking as an illegal activity, mm. as something a, um, a person, an unknown person would do with this hoodie on, you know, yeah. totally asocial and so on. Um, they don't That's realize you how the interview. you should have had your hood on, yes. it should have been like blacked out face, we couldn't see who you are. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> to really play Absolutely. Yeah, routing this connection through a hundred different servers around exactly. the world. Yeah. Um, well, which could be necessary at some point if you're doing some testing. Um, but the the thing that I'm demystifying the most is how social cybersecurity is, especially in my field, uh, right? In in outside technologies, mm. we do social what's called social engineering. We we know how hardware and software works, and we know how to exploit that with people. How to how to exploit people in order to to find those vulnerabilities in the software. Yeah. So it is explaining how software, how social working in, in in cybersecurity is actually amazing. So my, one of my final questions, Lucas, is when you graduate, what's next? Where where do you want to take this business? It's um, it's it's such a good question that I don't know 100% the answer to. It's a big question. Um, this business, we created this business with the objective of selling it in the short future. Okay. Um, at um, that is the strategy we we set uh, we set up to do from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not afraid of selling it. I'm not afraid of even failing to to sell it. Um, is as the main priority that I have at the moment is is to learn, is yeah. learning. Okay. Whether it fails or whether it succeeds, of course I will give, and I do give all my time, all my effort, my reputation and so on for, for, for Oxide. Mm. Um, however, the, the next steps are many of, I've, I've had very good mentors around um, uh, throughout university, the first year, the second year, um, 
and actually this one of my uh, one of my mentors called steven uh he's right um he right was there. he's amazing as to, to to guide me through through this time of uncertainty of opportunities and so on um i would they've recommended me sometimes uh, a few of my mentors go to a big company uh and big technology company and wanted to make a change or create my own startup um thoughts are very different what i really yeah. want to do is um to use as i said it, it reflects from the first year that i started university back in spain yeah. what i want to create is is something impactful social and technological wise um entrepreneurship is a way of doing this uh you can be very entrepreneurial in in a big company too uh i would love to of course my dream is uh, to become a successful entrepreneur one day, uh, being able to to um, to provide more value in places like the USA, Europe, and and so on. So it's 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 to be seen. Actually, I've got um, I've got one motto, one personal motto that uh, all my friends know about, <laughs> and is um, I don't know what lies ahead of me, but let me assure you, it won't be boring. So I guess I'll have to stick with that answer for that question that you asked. That's a pretty damn good answer, mate. That's a pretty <laughs> damn good answer. Listen, Lucas, uh, my final, final question to you is, if you could give three tips to fellow entrepreneurs <laughs> that from your experience, what would those three tips be? Like the top tips that's going to help them get through whatever they're going through? All right. The, the main tip would be the ability to problem solve. I cannot stress enough how how a good problem solving mentality is is i I have problems even before I wake up uh, from the previous state from overnight uh, having the right mindset so it's something for example it's something Steve Jobs said once you found your passion right it only grows bigger yeah. um, when there is a lot of friction then you know, you say, all right, uh, too many problems today. Let's see tomorrow, uh, too many problems. That is when you start to, uh, when you start to create friction, when you start to, to, to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. So make sure you obtain the right problem solving mentality. That is definitely the, 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 the first tip I would give. The second one is choose the right team. Done, um, once, I, once I meet successful entrepreneurs, actually the first thing that I realize is, they are they're able to see miles away through bullshit. They're yeah. absolutely able to, to see that. They're able to see how business people work, how engineers work. Mm. They see transparency all the way. So developing that, and of course, uh, I'm trying to develop that, for example. This is one of the biggest things that I've grown uh, this year, I would say. Yeah. And I actually think learning comes from, uh, from a, tiny, a tiny bit of suffering. A tiny bit of, of messing up and learning from your mistakes, yeah, which would be actually my third advice. Be humble enough to, to learn from your mistakes because I cannot imagine a an entrepreneur who is not humble. Entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. as I said, is being out there. The image that I have in my head of entrepreneurship, one of them is being alone in a jungle with kind of that knife that you know that cuts through through plants. Yeah and making your own path, you know? It is true, there is a team to support you. There is friends, there is family. Um, you're, it's entrepreneurship is social, so you're not alone in a jungle. But once you're, but all the plans are all the problems. Uh, you're just there alone. If you go in the wrong direction, you might get bitten by something else. Uh, it is, 
um, and you have to follow your gut. So yeah. I would say, yes, um, be humble enough to, to know that there is a lot to learn. And the most thing about the best thing about entrepreneurship is the attitude of other entrepreneurs when they decide to help you and when you help them out. So make sure you're humble and you create that community around. Spot on, Lucas. Thank you so much for that. If anyone wants to get in touch with you, uh, speak to you directly, figure out more about what you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that? It would be, I'm quite active. I'm always active on LinkedIn. That would be a good platform. My name, as again, my username is Lucas Martin Caldron in LinkedIn. Uh, so I'll be very happy to 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 help out or to to answer any questions that you guys might have. Fantastic. Lucas, thank you so much for coming on Founders365. You are well, a thank you very, much. very smart man, and I'm sure that you're going to be doing some very cool stuff in the very near future. Thank you so All much right. for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. This has been Founders365 for me, Stephen Haggerty. Thank you very much.